And I'm Tamika. And we are the, the Season Sisters, Sisters Podcast. Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. No matter what season you're in, we pray this podcast uplifts, encourages, and inspires you to keep pushing. You are now tuned in to the Season Sisters Podcast. into this episode make sure you're following us on instagram and tiktok at season sisters podcast and on twitter at season sisters it's season one episode two episode one and a half okay Okay, y'all. Episode one and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all already know us from the uh the little preview that we released yesterday, but this is the official Father's Day episode. First of all, shout out to all the fathers out there. We appreciate you. We see you and we want you to continue to be great. Absolutely. Happy Father's Day to you all. You guys are so special and definitely needed. So happy Father's Day. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So sis, how how you been doing? I know this pandemic has taken a toll on all of us, but how have you been sis i've been good um i'm just getting back into the groove of things a mm-hmm. little uh currently i'm working you know with the kids at summer school mm-hmm. so that's been keeping me busy still gotta get up early still gotta go out to the school yeah um but what i'm trying to do different is just like actually have like a social life now so yeah. instead of staying home on the weekends trying to go out like last weekend we went to or not well yesterday mm-hmm. was Juneteenth yes and we went out and we had a great time and just like you know just implementing the family time I don't remember I haven't been to your house in like so long just yes. trying to keep our distance so it's good to be back together so most definitely yeah. I'm I'm actually very excited I've been working from home for the past year mm-hmm. so just being able to go out and get drinks or go out to dinner you know right. or just or just going over to your house just to see you and pops like yeah just it's, to chill. it's definitely been been good because like I said, I've been working from home. Uh, both of my parents are older. You know, my and daddy are, are, are older. So um, when everything first went down, I was not going anywhere because I didn't want anything, you know, to potentially happen to them. Y'all, let me tell you, sis was so serious. Like, you should be serious. This is a very serious thing where we're dealing with. But I was OD with it. But no. I was OD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me tell you, we would, we would, you know how when the pandemic first started, started that Publix and a few other stores had senior hour at like 7 a.m. Okay, Me and my mama would go to Publix at like 6.50, 7 o'clock. I would tell her, put, you know, you, we, we double mask and double mask. Double that. mask, absolutely. Double mask. We have our gloves on. I was the glove person for a little while. I ain't gonna lie. This is not a joke, y'all. This is not a joke or a drill. Right. We will go into the public. <laughs> I told my mom, don't touch nothing. You know how you tell the children, don't touch nothing, don't look at nothing because you ain't getting nothing. Right. I would tell my mom, don't touch nothing. We going right. in here, we go get the stuff that we need and we going out. We out of here, right. My mom went into the store with me two times. And after that second time, she said, Zelina, you too intense. Okay, I will tell you the same thing. I'm away in the car. <laughs> so serious, y'all. My sis shows up all the time with her gloves and her mask on. Listen. It's just, yeah. But when I get in the house, I take it off. Right, right. I trust you. Absolutely. I better to be safe out here. than sorry, honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, so For I don't sure. blame you. But you know what? We outside. All summer 2021. Oh, yeah. We outside. Oh, yeah. Y'all got to check out my sister's TikTok. Oh, no, Instagram. 
wait. It's the Instagram. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I said in the in the previous episode, I went to the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. You know, sun's out, buns out. Tell them a little bit more, sis. Sun's out, buns out. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Sun's out, buns out. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so y'all need to check out. I don't know how y'all gonna find her because I'm not plugging her here. Right. But you will find her if you're following our other Instagram. You'll yes. Remember, I said, if you know my husband, <laughs> send him in the DMs. Okay. And that's on period. <laughs> Set up the picture first. They <laughs> say, so you want to see more? Yeah. For sure. So much going on in the world. Did you see um, Naomi? I don't want to chop her name. Naomi Osaka. She's the tennis player. Okay. The Japanese tennis player. She's right. Jap- half Japanese, half Haitian. Right. And she had, um, she posted that uh, a, a long letter, like um, mm. a long letter that she was saying that, you know, because of her mental health and she was going through depression, she did not want to participate in any of the press conferences, wow. right? So she just said she wasn't going to participate, but obviously she, I think it was the French Open, but obviously she was going to be a part of the French Open. Right. The organization came back and said that if she did not participate in the 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 um, the press conferences right that she was going to be fine I don't know how much it was but it was like thousands and thousands wow. of dollars yeah sis uh, withdrew <gasps> from the tennis match are you serious and had the whole world like yes sis and I just want to say that I am firm, firmly behind her like sis she not playing no game no not at all and she, she said shouldn't. what she said and she meant what she said Oh, I had no idea. I didn't know yes. about these stories, sis. Yes. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So they make no, they make no room for like mental days. No, you can't take a break. And so because of her, um, all of the athletes and celebrities really respected her because people was coming out the woodwork like, you know what? I feel the same way. Wow. I feel like you know all of the commentators and the journalists and reporters they put so much pressure on us. Some of the questions are just rude or just you know not necessary right. and sensitive. And she made the decision that she wanted to step back from it and they basically told her no so she basically said okay well I'm out of here Oh, and we love to see it yo cause she is I mean she's a star yeah that's not what they no, she is tennis she's like the Serena Williams of, of this time right of our time right yeah Oh, that's crazy. I had no idea, but good for her. Good for you, Naomi. Naomi. Um, Osaka. Osaka, yeah. Good for you, girl. I just hope that this opens up a conversation. I hope that because she just withdrew altogether, I hope that the organization will get together and say, well, you know what? Maybe we should give them a choice whether they want to attend the press conferences beforehand because you don't know um, how that can affect somebody when they're actually playing whatever sport they're playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they deal with like anxious Mm-hmm. and they don't like to be in front of people maybe it messes with her I mean I don't know Naomi but for anyone that could just yeah. probably be something taxing for mm-hmm. them for mentally sure. not to not to really switch gears but I did want to ask you isn't it something similar in basketball like if you don't do mm-hmm. the interviews you get a fine oh for sure I know you're a big basketball now I was head. just about to say now <laughs> sis, sis is asking me this because I know more about basketball than probably any man that we know this, this is a fact oh yeah I, I love basketball oh but yes Kyrie Irving is one of the the people that were supporting Naomi when she came out because mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving will sit in an interview and they'll ask him a question and he'll go into this like sermon and we love to see we're here for it we're here oh, for yeah? Kyrie Irving yes he gives them what they want and more he gives the people what he's supposed to have gave <laughs> he knew the assignment 
one job. (laughs) One band. No, that's really, I mean, good good for them. I like to see that. I like to see us standing up for ourselves Mm -hmm. and like, you know, not being pushed over. Mm -hmm. And speaking of standing up for ourselves, in 2021, it was so much that happened last year, not only pandemic, but all of the systemic racism and everything. And I just love that we as Black people are standing up. So progressive. Standing up. Whether that be in jobs, whether that be um, uh, against police, whether that be, it, we are standing up. Yo, even in creative spaces like podcasting yes. and um, Twitch, I don't know if you guys uh, watch a lot of streaming, but when I say black cre- YouTube, mm-hmm. black creators mm-hmm. are definitely like, I'm not taking, I'm not sitting back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and get this bag too because mm-hmm. I'm just as creative or maybe even more creative, yes, I said it, than my counterparts. Mm-hmm. So why not? Mm-hmm. And Period. I love it. I Period. love it, sis. I'm going to switch a little bit. Uh-huh. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, who? Miss Jackie Hill Perry. Oh, my gosh. Did you see that on IG the other day? Okay. So, if you guys don't know who we're speaking about. Yeah, let's talk about, about A brilliant um, author. Poet. Poet. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she's a teacher. Wife, mother. Right. Mother of a lot. The, the disciple. Disciple. Yes. Yeah, she, she's the lead everything. She's awesome. Yeah, rapper. I know mm-hmm. she does music too. Um, yeah, just, just awesome. And she is pregnant again, guys. Now, let's just give you a little background. She has three children. Um... I, I can't remember all of their names, but she does have three children. The last of the three she literally just had a few months ago. And then she just found out that she is pregnant with her fourth child. Guys. Oh. So like, we've never had the, the honor of being pregnant yet. Right. So I have no idea about the, the struggle that it really takes on the body. I can only read about yeah. it. Yeah. But um, how, how do you think she's feeling? Did I don't know. I was watching her story and she was saying that, you know, babies are always a blessing. Right. So she didn't want to sound ungrateful. 100%. But she was basically saying, like, my body isn't even healed. And so now my body is going to be expanded again. Uh, all of my hormones are going to be out of whack again. And yeah. I haven't even healed from my previous pregnancy. So right. I, I get it. I understand. I understand that, too. I understand her perspective. Um, Preston, though, baby daddy, husband. He wants know. the boy. Because yeah. <laughs> they he have three beautiful girls right now. Yeah. So he's he's a little bit more, I think, on the excited side. Yeah. Because he's like, well, this is another chance to get that boy in. Listen, so he calling out all the saints. So if you a saint. Right. <laughs> go ahead and say a prayer for Mr. Preston Perry. Go please. ahead and say a prayer for my dog. Goodness. He's begging right oh now my for that baby boy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, congratulations to them. Congratulations. And, you know, big up. We're praying for the best, we're honestly. We're praying for the boy. Yeah. Oh, well, for the boy. We're, we're praying for the boy. <laughs> Which is the best. <laughs> you understand? A healthy baby boy. That's what we're praying for. You're going to hear me talk a lot about both of my parents mm-hmm. because we are a very close-knit family. I am the only child, so basically those are my babies. We all we got, right? Sure. But um, I, I think that I am so blessed in the aspect that I have such a great father. Absolutely. Um, we see so often in society where we have absent fathers. We have fathers that are there, but they're not really, you know, instilling things in you. But my, my daddy is the best. Like, he's the one that took me to all of my doctor's appointments when I was younger. Mm-hmm. He cooks for us every single night. He's just he's just the bomb.com. Listen, daddy is the daddy that does Zelina's hair. Yeah. He's the one that, that 
bakes and cooks yeah. and make sure the house is in order. I remember back in high school, Zelina, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Probably not. But Zeke used to come to school with the, the creases. Freshest the creases. I knew you were going to say that. See. Let me tell you something. I'm talking about military creases. Yeah, because my dad is in the military and he don't play about that. I better not walk out this room wrinkled. Now, just to games. put it into context, because I am a little spoiled, but that's okay mm-hmm. because we love our spoiled sisters Hello. and brothers. Hello. But I did not put those creases in my pants. My dad used to iron my clothes uh-huh. every single day. Mm-hmm. He used to iron my clothes for me. And those creases, I remember that now that you say that. Everybody used to always talk about how my creases were so deep. Yeah, but that's how involved your yeah. father was. And I, I mean, some people may have a perspective that, oh, yeah, you know, she kind of spoiled. She's the only child. Yeah. type of. But I mean, as, as, as a woman myself who didn't have as much father yeah. engagement, I look at that like, wow. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a beautiful thing. It didn't make you not be able to put creases exactly. in your own pants. Exactly. But he just took joy and taking oh, yeah. care of you. Exactly. You know? so, and as he, I love that you say that because yeah. as he was taking care of me and doing things, he always taught me like, you can do anything. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a man. And I so right. appreciate that. I want a man. <laughs> but I don't need him because, right. you know, I, I, I can do for myself. Right. I just want to tell a short story so that it can kind of um, bring everyone in the context Share of my family. Us. Yes. So so, um, as I said before, I just got my MBA mm-hmm. in um, concentration for entrepreneurship. And before that, I was a science major in biology. So, all I know is science and biology. So, when I decided to go to Nova to get my MBA, it was a completely different territory for me. Like, I had to take accounting. I had to take marketing. Mm-hmm. I had to take things that I really wasn't familiar with. And if you know me, you know that I'm a perfectionist. I like to do everything. I like to get straight A's. Yes. And I had to do a business plan, obviously. Obviously, for your MBA, you have to do a business plan, right? And I was struggling with this business plan. Like, I hit a, a, a wall and I wasn't able to get past this wall. Uh-huh. And I remember sitting at the table and I just burst into tears. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really cry often, mm-hmm. but I just burst into tears because I was so overwhelmed and I wasn't able to do, you know, what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And my, my parents both stopped what they were doing. I can't remember what they were doing, but they sat at the table with me for hours. Now, just to give you a little backdrop, my neither one of my parents have any um, experience in business mm-hmm. or anything like that, entrepreneurship or anything, but they sat at that table with me for at least four hours mm-hmm. and were just reassuring me and trying to give me fresh ideas and give me resources on where I can go, you know? And it just, it, it warmed my heart. And I think about that so often because parents don't do that. Right. And then they wanted to be so involved, even though they knew they weren't sitting in those classes with you. Yeah. They were still going to support you in any way that they could. Exactly. And you got through it. Yes. And I think that's 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 what parenting is all about. And we know and that we know that sometimes people don't have a mother and a father, but right. they have people, um, you know, that pour into them and that mentor them. Right. Like um, like father figures or something yes. like that. Like, yeah. So that can be like your stepfather or maybe an uncle. Um Z's dad for me was was one of my father figures um, because I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of background too. Let's just do a it. little bit of background yeah. um, so I was mostly well my brother and I we were mostly raised by my mom mm-hmm. uh, growing up it was just my mom me and my brother I knew my father 
and I would see my father, yeah. but um, he wasn't just, he just wasn't, he wasn't involved. He didn't mm-hmm. really know a lot of what was going on. And I mean, now that I'm older, I look back and I'm saying, you know, it could be a lot to, it could have a lot to do with just the way he was raised. Yeah. Um, you know, he did what he saw his father do type of thing because he never left us, like abandoned mm-hmm. us, but he just didn't know how to yeah. reach in and be that person. So anyways, my mother did end up getting married. Mm-hmm. And uh, to my stepfather, mm-hmm. and um, he's been our father figure, an amazing man, yeah, um, to, to say the least. And um, yeah, so and but I also have uncles, I have, um, I have cousins, I have yeah. your dad, different mm-hmm. different men in my life who were just always there, like as 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 a father to figure into you. And and some of you guys probably can relate to that, like you probably didn't know your father, or if you did, he just wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. But you can still stand today saying that mm-hmm. okay, yeah, I did miss because I, I never feel like I didn't miss, you know, having my father mm-hmm. there, but um, I made it through because God placed other people in the way, exactly. you know, along the way to make sure that I wouldn't go mm-hmm. off track too much. So father figures are really important. Mm-hmm. As and well. I, I, I like when you said that, you know, it, it might be because your father didn't have, um, right. Sis, oh my God. So you're talking about, okay. So um, forgiveness. So, I, I learned to let go of mm-hmm. like um, holding my father accountable for mm-hmm. being um, who I thought he should be mm-hmm. um, because I went to a youth conference in Georgia. I, I was really that. young. I was really young and I went to my first youth, my first youth conference and the preacher on the stage said, um, for you, for those of you who may, you know, be dealing with father issues or abandonment issues, mm. maybe God trusted your father to carry the seed mm. to bring you here, right? But He didn't necessarily trust Him to nurture that and bring that seed up as as an adult. That's good. And I think that, I mean, that really stuck with me. Look how long it is from that mm-hmm. time, and I still remember it so clearly because. My, my father, he wasn't in the house, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He wasn't the one cooking the, the, the meals and things like that. But um, as, I, as I got older, I just learned to just forgive him. Mm-hmm. Because like I said earlier, maybe he didn't know better. Maybe it wasn't, that wasn't his place in my life. And you can't force yeah. what God, you know what I'm saying? You can't just like make him. That's good. Be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, sis, that, that was a really big turning point in my life when it comes to fathers and accepting uh, what I thought was abandonment. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you feel, how do you think that Father's Day, do you think that Father's Day um, has the same recognition as Mother's Day? No, sis. What do you think? Why do you think so? What? Okay. I mean, from my, from my perspective, sis, from my point of view, I feel like society doesn't honor the father. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of reasons. Okay, one of the reasons, especially in our community, especially in Black community, yes. from the beginning, they've always been. It, it's been. It's been. I can't even. The speak. stigma of absent fathers. Right, and trying to pull the Black father out of the yeah. home. So I think that a, a way, another way of kind of like slapping the, the fathers in the face mm-hmm. is by saying, yeah, look what we do for the mothers. We mm-hmm. do diamonds. We mm-hmm. do big fruit arrangements. We do yeah. the best gifts. And then for fathers, we can get you a tie. Yeah. Maybe we can get you a tool set mm-hmm. if you need another one. Mm-hmm. A cup. You know what I'm saying? It's not about the material things, but I yeah. think a lot less effort. I haven't even seen any Father's Day commercials yet. No. And Father's Day is, well, today when you're hearing this, but yeah. 
And I think it also uh, it goes back to like systemic racism and incarceration. Yes. And so a lot of our fathers might not be here with us. They might wow. be incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Because we are always stereotyped. And I, I, I don't know the, the statistic, but you know, I do a lot of research. Yes. And um, it's something like 70% of people that are in um, prison are Black. Wow. And Black males. Right. Since we really should have had the numbers because it's like a really high percentage. Mm-hmm. of black males right mm-hmm. but then like we only take up like 16 percent yep. of the population or something yep. like that yes it's crazy yes and then so it's like you know how how do you expect us to celebrate our fathers how do you expect us to go all out when our fathers are not here with us wow. so do you feel that um i don't know because my dad i always ask him what do you want for father's day what do you want for your birthday what do you want what do you-? nothing nothing and I right. think that it's uh, that's also hard because mm-hmm. you you know some sometimes you have um, a present father and mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you celebrate them right. but men are so minimalistic like it's true n- nothing just nothing so what we usually do is we usually do like a barbecue or something like that you know he has to go outside to cut the grill off okay. Okay. but you know it's I know how right. to, listen but With I know how to beans. hello oh okay. you know you know them baked beans whoa any baked beans till I met your father listen <laughs> okay Okay. The amount of sugar and honey. So my dad is from um, the South. He's Southern. He's country. Um, and he, he he just loves to show people uh, great hospitality. Somebody will come over and um, I won't ask if they want something to drink. And then he'll he'll be like, Selena, did you ask so-and-so if they want something to drink? And I'm like, oh, are you thirsty? <laughs> And so he's, you know, he's kind of like that person that goes out of their way to make sure that everybody's good. You feel welcome. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I remember I came up to the door today. Sis wasn't here when I got here, y'all. But when I came to the door, here go your daddy. What do you do? I ring the doorbell. I ring the doorbell. Here go your daddy. Who is it? Look at me dead in my face. (laughs) (laughs) With the box in my head. Who is it? I said... Can you please open the door? He the door laughing. With that laugh you hear right now, him and Selena got the same laugh. But just welcome me with open arms. Hey, how you doing? It's yeah. so good to see you. He's just so warm. Yeah, especially because he hasn't seen you in so long because know, of the right? pandemic. Gotta play that little trick on me. Oh my gosh. Oh. So let's talk a little bit about family time. I spent okay. a lot of time with my parents because I'm the only child. Mm-hmm. So I think that my my love language is quality time. And I think it's because I spent so much time with my parents and they um, put so much value on spending time with each other. Right. So when I say let's talk about family time, I just want to know, like, how do y'all spend time with your family or how, like what makes you feel loved? You know what I'm saying? For me, it's like we have dinner with each other every night. And when I went to high school and I would tell people that I had to be home by six o'clock because my parents, you know, that's that's dinner time. They always be like, oh, you eat dinner with your parents. You eat dinner with your parents. Um, But I think that that's so important just because uh, there's another statistic. We we really have to get these statistics, sis. But there's a statistic that people, the families that eat together, um, there's a higher rate of communication, open communication, because you sit at the dinner table, you talk about your day, you talk about what went right, you talk about what didn't go right, so right. right. And um, it's just such a great time. And so you get into the routine of being able to speak freely at a, in a space that's safe. Right. And I've always felt safe, um, you know, at the dinner table, I've always felt safe. So... I don't 
though I just it saddens me that more people don't eat dinner together you know what sis and I I think I mean I don't think you take it for granted at at all but Mm -hmm. something as simple as just eating a meal with your family every day a lot of families don't do that I know in my household Mm -hmm. that was never a thing not until I came to Zelina's house it it doesn't matter (laughs) if you come over you gotta eat dinner with us at 6 o'clock too listen you sitting at the table hands washed with your little table mat waiting for your plate listen And that's to this day, sis. Like I don't, I don't tell people this a lot because, it, well, it's not embarrassing. Right. But it's just, but we still have dinner together. Yeah. To this day, every day between six and six thirty. Yeah. And uh, I, I got a new job a few years ago, and my schedule was like until six thirty. And so with traffic, I wouldn't get home until seven o'clock. Mm. But I told them because I know you know they're hungry, so I told yeah. them y'all go ahead and eat, and I'll just have to eat, you know, when I get home. My oh. dad cooks for us every day mm-hmm. and it just warmed my heart that they were like oh no we'll wait for you and they used to have dinner prepared like all we all I had to do when I came in was wash my hands and go in and fix my plate that's amazing sis sis that really is a, a just, treasure yeah it really is it, it really is do you think that like having that kind of family time though contributed to the kind of person you are today oh for sure oh yeah for sure like I said my love language is quality time right so where others might like physical touch or like gifts mm-hmm. or uh, gifts is a big thing for me I it's not that I don't like gifts mm-hmm. but gifts don't move me mm-hmm. so if you were to get me something mm-hmm. I'm like uh, but when are we going to be able to talk when are right. we going to be able to go somewhere together you know right, right. so I, I think about you know once once I'm married and have a family uh, if, if, we, if we ever have a disagreement and my husband tries to buy me something I'm yeah. like what is this right it's not gonna make it's not gonna what make any this? difference let's sit down and let's talk about right. it and I so appreciate that because my my family you know we all have disagreements and my family's always like you know what let's sit down and let's discuss what's going on right. let's discuss how we can come to a consensus you That's know what I'm awesome. saying right Right. I mean, I, I would have to say for myself, I mean, like I was like I was saying, I think mm-hmm. I got caught off track a little bit, mm-hmm. but I was saying that I didn't have the family um, sit down time. Right. Right. Um, with, with, at dinner time, like, you know, you did in your childhood, even today. Mm-hmm. One thing, though, that my mom did that I think bonded us together, us three, me, my brother and her mm-hmm. together growing up. And then my stepdad, when he eventually yeah. came along, was game time. We used to make time for each other on Friday nights, Saturday night, Saturday nights too, and play games. We would play for my Jamaicans or Haitians. You might know the game Ludi. Um, it's like a, it's, it's kind of like parcheesi. That's I think that's mm-hmm. the American version of it. Um, we used to play Ludi all night. Uno. Um, this game named Spoons. We used to just play different games at that night. That is so, bonding. Yeah, just, just to bond, just to spend time with each other. So we didn't we we didn't make it to the table <laughs> at dinner time because I remember even as a as a younger person taking my dinner to. Um, my room which is now that I think about it I would never let my kids do that but <laughs> yeah I remember like you know getting my food and taking it to the room but our time was um, when we would sit down and play games together for hours on end um, I remember that clearly but I think it's contributed to the kind of person I am mm-hmm. where I was going mm-hmm. in, in my communication style I'm very um, direct uh, yes. very like um I know what I know what I mean. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I also have this weird kind of like sense of humor that if you don't know me, people would take me seriously and think that I'm being aggressive. Yeah. I get <laughs> they, that. They call it passive aggressive. Yeah. That's what they call it. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> but uh, in my family, it was never a, a thing to really like hide the truth from mm-hmm. each other. If if you came in and you needed a shower, it was 
go take a shower. Right. I'm going to say in the lo- most loving way that I can, but mm-hmm. we're also going to get this message mm-hmm. point across. And I think that's the, that, that's that's how it shaped me as an adult. But I do appreciate quality time as well. Yeah. So, okay, let me ask you this. What would you take from your um, father or from your stepfather mm-hmm. and um, make sure that you implement it into your current family. So with your husband, with your future children, right. with, with your current family, because uh, my mom always says there's going to be some things mm-hmm. that you take, some things that we've taught you, some things that we did for you or with you as a child right. that you're going to take to your family, your children. And then there are some things that you're like, you know what? I didn't like how, you know, my parents did this. I'm not going to take that with me. Right. Absolutely. Um, so one thing that I would say, I'm, I'm going to speak on both of my fathers. Please. Uh, my, my biological father, one thing that I would take from him and try to implement it into my future family or my family now mm-hmm. is his um, ambition. My father Ooh. is very ambitious. He works really hard. Okay. Um, every memory I have of my father when I'm thinking back mm-hmm. is of him getting up early in the morning to make his tea, start up his truck and get ready for work. Mm-hmm. Like I just remember him always working, never complaining about work either. And um, it definitely definitely showed as he progressed because he's in a good position and yeah. he's, he's he's coming down now he's, he's looking more into retirement now but yeah that's one thing I would definitely implement is to always be ambitious always you know go to work and work hard and do your best especially if you love it because he mm-hmm. loves welding um what I would take from my stepfather is his joy for life. My okay. stepfather is so happy and bubbly and funny yeah, and he is. talkative. And, he is. and I, I think one thing he brought to our family was a lot of like jokes and yeah. good times. And, and, and I remember him coming in and changing the, the dynamic. Yeah. That and I would love for my future family to have that kind of that same kind of yeah. bubbly and open excitement. Yeah. You know, on a daily basis. Yeah. I like that. I think for me, um, I think what I would take is the communication, Mm -hmm. the togetherness, the quality time, obviously. And I think that's something, you know, since this is our Father's Day episode, I think something that my father specifically instilled in me is Mm -hmm. um, don't wait for anybody else to do it because you can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You don't need anybody. And so he taught me, um, before I went off to college, he taught me how to change a tire. Yeah. He taught me how to do all of these things because he, you don't have to wait on anybody. Right. And if somebody else can do it, you can do it and you can do it better. Absolutely. And so that's why when I'm talking to people and people, you know, try to talk down to me or uh, say, you know what, well, you don't have the experience or you're not ready or X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I go back and I'm, yes, I'm ready. I can do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I know who I am. Right. And so I appreciate that because my dad always made sure that I knew, girl, you can do anything. Look at that. That's amazing. So yeah. Just having the presence of your father in the house is teaching you how to be confident. Mm-hmm. You're confident in yourself. You're mm-hmm. confident in your capabilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to depend on anyone, much less a man. Mm-hmm. You got a you got a bomb father. And you know, and 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 the enemy does try to come in and and put those little those little bugs in your ear, like yeah, you're not good enough. You're not gonna be able to do this. Oh, she did it so much better than you when you're at your workplace. Oh, you made a mistake. They're gonna get you for that. We've and all so been there, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't want to sound cocky because there are times where I'm just feeling so down and I don't feel like you know I'm enough or that I've done the best that I can do. Mm-hmm. But I think that that goes back to where I think about my father. Mm. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. I'm mm, having a moment. It, I'm having a moment, but tomorrow I'm going to do it. Okay. And I just, I, I, I appreciate that. That's you, right? Yeah. 
All right, sis. So we're going to jump into this last portion of our Father's Day episode. Okay. I can't believe you got here so fast. Yes. But I, did, I didn't want to forget about, let's talk about the different types of fathers. Okay. Right? So in my opinion, I mean, I'm sure there's a, a bunch of different types of fathers, but I'm just going to say we're going to name four. Okay. We're going to name three, and then I have a bonus one for a little discussion. All right, cool. Okay, so the first three I'm going to go with is the absent father, mm-hmm. the present father or father figure, mm-hmm. right? Or, and your heavenly father mm. right mm-hmm. you gotta throw that one in there let's start with the heavenly father because that one's kind of heavy mm-hmm. so i want to go ahead and get that one out the way mm-hmm. so um our heavenly father so if you're out there listening to this podcast right now and it's father's day and you're thinking about everyone else who's doing something special i'm um, celebrating their father's day and you feel kind of alone mm-hmm. um the heavenly father our heavenly father mm-hmm. Um, has always been a comfort um, from my experience personally mm-hmm. uh, when I felt my lowest before you know before I've become you know older and adult and mm-hmm. you know I've matured a lot more whenever I felt my lowest um, I would pray mm-hmm. I've always oh, been yeah. a prayer you know oh, what I'm saying because yeah. religion has been a part or Christianity has been mm-hmm. a part of my life since I was younger mm-hmm. the foundation right so I've, I've always been big on prayer whenever I felt low whenever I felt kind of like abandoned maybe I felt you know kind of left out yeah um, I, I would pray to, to God and I know this sounds really cre- cliche and it probably even sounds like um, something that everyone tells you to do yeah um, but that that's where I would find the most of my comfort I would cry to him I would, I would talk to him yeah. about what's on my heart what's on my mind how I feel mm-hmm. and um, I would I would feel so much better he really was I mean he's my heavenly father but yeah. he really even was my father here yeah. in, in my present time um yeah, I don't know, sis. Did you have anything you want to add to that? I just want to say shout out to all of those. You you just um, made my mind click. Shout out to all of those that have lost their father. Oh, nice. um, I know that today is really rough for you, but we're sending love and light and prayers and peace for you. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and, and like sis said, you can always go to your heavenly father. Absolutely. At any time. So uh, moving right along. Let's talk about the present. I, I think we've talked about this kind of father so much this episode. Mm-hmm. But let's talk a little. Let's just wrap it up. Put our final yeah. thoughts on the present father or the father figure. What are your final thoughts about what a, a present father is? A, a present father for me is someone that, um, and it doesn't have to be your biological father. Right. I feel like it can be um, a grandpa, an uncle, you know what I'm saying? A friend. Right. I was just going to say You know that. what I'm saying? Um, an, an elder from your church. Right. But it's just someone that has been put or placed in your life that's able to um, mentor you right. um, and to equip you, you know, with those things that a father should do. Right. But would you say that love from your father is, is, is a different kind of love? Not, not more or less but just a different kind of love than it is from just mommy solely? That's a good question. I think... I think for sure. I think moms are more nurturing. Yes. Right? More coddling. Exactly. Yeah. And I think fathers are, are the ones that kind of help you put things into action. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kind of help you and guide you along the way of what you should do in certain situations. And I think for moms, they're, like you said, they're coddling, mm. they're nurturing, they're, you know, well, you don't have to. Do right. This. You can wait a little right. bit. You know, you can stay home with me. You right. Can. And then fathers, I believe, are 
um, especially for the for our young men. Mm-hmm. They're 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 teaching them how to live and how to live their life, right, mm-hmm. and live their life in the correct way. Right. Um, I was looking at a post and it was saying, you know, fathers, make sure that you um, teach your sons to open the door for women. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you teach your sons to change a tire. Make sure that you're teaching your sons how to treat a woman right. because we we get so caught up. Our, uh, some of our men get so caught up and they're not treating um, us uh, us as women uh-huh. properly. Right. And I, I don't put all of the blame on our men because it's all about your upbringing. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I remember in the beginning of the episode, you were talking about that and you can go either way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you if you've come, if you've grown up in a household where you maybe didn't receive the proper love from your father, yes. you can go both ways. You can say, you know what? I'm going to make the conscious decision mm-hmm. to do the complete opposite of what my father did for me. I'm going to make sure that I'm a present father, that I'm there, that I'm that I'm helping them, you know, that I'm right. helping them grow, equipping them. Mm-hmm. Or it's the other side of it, which a lot of our men, especially our young black men, right. um, they fall into is they do what they know. Yeah. The last one, sis, is the absent father. What is, who is the absent father, sis? I think that we've talked about this. We've talked about both the present and the absent father a lot this episode. But I think that the absent father is just someone who, who isn't really there to help you grow. And I think a lot of times that's your biological father. Right. You know, like you were saying, when you went to your conference, you were kind of, you know, upset. Right. Um, And and I think that's just a lack there of a father figure present. Right. Exactly. I, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that before I got that revelation, I didn't, I only saw it as he, you know what I'm saying? He's not here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and, 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 and in many ways that would make, that would classify him as the absent, even mm-hmm. though I knew the absent father, even though I knew where he was, I would see him sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't live together, but I would see him, right. um, to, to, to change my tire. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that that wasn't that wasn't taught to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those little things that a father should or can instill mm-hmm. into their children, um, I feel like I missed out on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I believe that even if they're in the household, they can still be absent. Oh yeah. If they're not participating. Oh, that's good. You know, in that's the upbringing. Good. So and and I'm so thankful that we can have all three of these. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Just because we have an absent father, whether they're in the household or whether they're our, our biological father, we talked about the present father it doesn't have to be a biological father it can be we already discussed this an uncle a cousin a grandpa a friend friend, somebody from your church you know what i'm saying and then we all have the holy spirit yes and we're all able to pray and we all have access hello yes that was good that was good i I love it now listen we're gonna wrap up this episode because i know it's kind of long but i wanted to ask a question this one is gonna stir the pot and y'all make sure y'all uh Give us your feedback on mm-hmm. our on our social medias. Let us know what you think about this question in particular. Yeah. The question is, um, spiritual fathers, mm-hmm. is that uh, more of like an island or Caribbean thing? Or is that like a, everyone pretty much has a spiritual father and you need a spiritual father if you're going to do ministry? I think that it is a cultural thing. I remember we were talking about this briefly yes. uh, the other day, yes. but I do think that it might be a Caribbean thing or, uh, because I, before I met you, I mm-hmm. really didn't know what that was. Right. I think that at some churches, mm-hmm. they might have um, 
men that mentor other men right. or women, you know, elders that, that mentor other young ladies. Right. But as far as the spiritual father, I haven't been exposed. Right. The churches that I've been to in my life have only been to like two and they've been um, mostly mm-hmm. Jamaican, Bahamian congregation, congregation yeah. right? So that, that influences the way we do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Even though we believe in one thing, it influences the way we do a lot of things. And at the church, every church that I've been to, namely the pastor would be the, the bishop would be mm-hmm. the spiritual father of everyone mm-hmm. or, or at least most of the congregation at least the ones in leadership mm-hmm. he's a spiritual father he's the one that's kind of like helping you find your way in ministry and he's the one that's mm-hmm. kind of like praying for you and things like that and I mean they always say like if you don't if, if you know better you do better mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not throwing any words right. as spiritual fathers if you have one then you know honor that and, and speak to God concerning that but mm-hmm. what I'm what I am saying is that I didn't realize how many how how many people don't have mm-hmm. that in their life and mm-hmm. how it's not as necessary as I I grew up believing. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. I believe I, I used to believe that you couldn't even go and I don't know you guys won't have to let us know, right? Yeah, please. But but I used to believe that you couldn't even go into ministry without a, oh, without wow. a spiritual father like you had to have somebody that you answer to of course we're gonna have mentors when we're going into um you know ministry we're gonna have mentors that we kind of go to for advice so that we're able to grow in the ministry and they hold us accountable exactly they make sure that we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. you know and we go to them for advice and things like that but i mean i'm not necessarily talking about because that i would call that like discipleship yes right so that's not and, and that's what i yearn for i love that yeah that kind of um, back and forth, that kind of a relationship. Yeah. But I'm spe- I'm specifically talking about namely one person, right? Yeah. You guys hear me out now. One person, you join the congregation, you join the leadership, mm-hmm. you're doing ministry, and this is your spiritual father. I don't know. You guys gonna have to let us know. Yeah, let us know. And we're not throwing any shade, like no. you said before. Um, always go to the Lord in prayer yes. because if He confirms it, and He always confirms it in multiple ways. Yes. If He confirms it to you that this person is supposed to be my spiritual father, or this person is supposed to be my mentor yes and that's between you and god and we 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 appreciate it we respect that right all right y'all we're coming to the end of this episode but make sure that you stay tuned because this is on this is the first of many episodes we're bringing quality content yes so like we said we're gonna do once a month to start Mm -hmm. and so look out for our next episode episode two in july Happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. (laughs) We love y'all. Y'all be easy. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Season Sisters Podcast and on Twitter at Season Sisters. Thanks for riding with us on today's episode. We pray that you felt love, strength, and transparency. No matter what season you're in, don't get caught weathering through life alone. Keep a sister by your side. The seasons may change, but God remains the same today, tomorrow, and always. We are the The Season Sisters Sisters Podcast. Podcast. Much love, y'all. Peace.